screw-ups yeah not so bad <laughs> not bad here we go this is movie hopping for tuesday october 23rd 2018 oh yeah tickle those ivories baby yeah. Look at you. That wasn't that great. I could have done better. I would have gotten shot if I was Elijah Wood and friggin' what's that movie? Grand Piano? I think, oh. Similar to David Gordon Green. You could have done a little better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, wow. Well, that was not subtle. Am I tipping my hand a little bit a little too bit. early on a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Okay. Well, we'll get there just a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah we're talking Halloween today. The, uh, the podcast that... I, I know Adam certainly has been anticipating for quite some time. Yeah. Is this your most anticipated movie of the year? Yeah, probably. I can't think of anything else that we, you know, kind of, I, there wasn't anything else that I ended up getting as hyped for. I'll say that. Right. Or certainly in the days leading up to it. Right. Oh like, yeah. This was the one where you were hearing a lot of good buzz. Yeah. And it seemed like it hit a cultural moment in <laughs> some of, way. Well, sort of. It, it made a lot of money. So. Yeah, it, it did make a lot of money. More money, by the way, than any Halloween movie before it, and not even close. I wasn't even... That didn't surprise me, though. I had a feeling it was going to do that well. You did? Well, it was coming out at the perfect time, wasn't it? And it's... I, I don't know. This is kind of a, a horror movie that, you know, seems like it could resonate pretty well with audiences today, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, 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 it's following the trend of, you know, revamping 40 to 30-year-old... Or 30 to 40-year-old franchises, starting with, like, The Force Awakens and Mad Max and Blade Runner, and I guess now Halloween. Yeah, it's, um... It's a formula that never gets old. No! That's, that's the thing about slashers. No. They never get old. Sure. Number one, you can make them really cheap. And number two, audiences know exactly what they're getting out of them. <laughs> Yeah. You go into those things looking to be scared or looking to see violent things happen on screen. Yeah. And as absolutely. long as they deliver on that promise, whether or not they're good, quote unquote, is kind of beside the point. Mm -hmm. You know? And and I sort of felt that while watching this movie. Um David Gordon Green and the studio behind this film, I don't think were that concerned about making a great prestige horror movie. <laughs> And maybe that was my fault for coming into it with those expectations. Sure. And it could have been reviews or it could have just been I, I was feeling Halloween fever. But for some reason, I was looking for more and they seem totally fine not giving me more. Does that make sense to you? Oh, yeah. Well, 
it, it, well, here's the, the funny. You haven't seen a lot of slasher films then. Have I you? haven't. Because honestly, if we're talking about in the realm of slasher films, this is one of the better ones. Sure. One of the much better ones, actually. Right. And it's got more substance than almost any, maybe the most substance of any slasher film I think I've ever seen. Arguably, arguably more than the original. Well, I we'll, disagree with that. Eh, no, we'll talk about that. Okay. But, um, yeah, no, it's a, it, this is an interesting film. It's a, it's an interesting film to talk about for me personally, but, uh, right. Yeah. I, I don't know if they were as concerned. I don't think they were really worried about it doing poorly is the thing. Sure. They certainly made it competently and you know, again, I don't want to jump into my full thoughts right away, but I, it certainly seems like they were enjoying what they were making at least. Yeah. I, I don't doubt any of that. Um, this is, you're right. A very good movie for the genre. Mm-hmm. It's also a very good sequel. Right. But part of me just thinks, though, you know, rather than a $10 million budget, let's try a $20 million budget, <laughs> right? Let's get more competent actors on screen here because the acting in this movie, aside from Jamie Lee Curtis, is pretty piss poor. No. In my opinion. You no, don't think so? I don't think any of the acting is bad at all. Okay. I, I, I was having a hard time buying into some of these performances. No. Um, no. And, and I also thought just like. Maybe it's my 2018 bias, sure. but like in 2018, our nostalgia bait member Barry's obsession mm -hmm. sort of like gives us this sense that these movies should be taken more seriously than they were even intended originally. Which is maybe one of the reasons why I'm probably going to come come at this a little more positively than you, because I kind of understood what I was getting before even going into it. Right. And actually being kind of surprised with what they ended up giving me. Because right. as someone who's seen, you know, you know, enough slasher films to, you know, feed himself for the rest of time, it's just like, yeah, no, this is actually something I, I'm... I'm pleasantly satisfied with right didn't necessarily this i guess we'll just get into it didn't really exceed my expectations at all and if, if being totally honest barely met them if at all right but it didn't i'm not gonna go as far as say i was really disappointed either it's it's a it's almost kind of frustrating for me to delve into this with, with where it sits with my liking and disliking right if if this was just like another Halloween sequel that mm. wasn't advertised that much on television yeah. and that didn't have this much critical acclaim and that didn't make this much money at the box office, I would have been very surprised. And I would have been like, whoa, like, take a look at the Halloween franchise, see what's <laughs> going on over there. But for some reason, the amount of hype, it, it, it sort of led us to believe that this was going to be... Finally, a serious sequel to the original Halloween. We're done fucking around with this franchise. This is going to be a prestige horror flick. But for some reason, the decisions made ahead of time didn't reflect that commitment. It's like half of the movie is kind of there. Right. No, I agree with that. It's, it's, it's hard. It's weird. They, they, they have like two different agendas here because they kind of want to do that. But at the same time, they also want to. A kind of appease the audiences the mass audiences rather right so they kind of it's because half the movie is is certainly trying to be what you just said the other half is trying to be sort of standard by the numbers slasher movie right with 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 not not as many threads connecting the the events of the film as i would have hoped for and that leads into a bigger problem that i end up having with the film but Oh my God! There's a lot to discuss. With I this just one, can't. Actually. I, I just kind of I wanted a horror director to helm this thing. I kind of wanted someone that, like the guy that directed It Follows, or the guy that directed Get, or um, uh, uh, even It Comes at Night, which is not a movie that I particularly love, but someone that can can own suspense and that can make a tense thriller. I wanted him to make this movie. I didn't want a comedy director to make this movie. I'm not even saying he did that bad of a job, David no. Gordon Green. But his ceiling is a little low. Sure. 
And, and and so I was kind of disappointed that this was just another fun Halloween movie and not the horror classic that the original yeah. was. Wasn't ex- you didn't you weren't as scared by this one by the end of it? No, it wasn't that scary. Yeah, it wasn't. There were about three, two to three very tense moments when he was in the closet. In I, I think the entire kid's room. Well, the third act to me is is legitimately scary for me, right. for me personally. Uh, but aside from that third act, yeah, no, there's really not much. I guess the the bus sequence is eerie. It's creepy, but it's not. I didn't walk away from it being like really, really scared necessarily. No, certainly not. But I heard a lot of people complaining about this film having a lack of atmosphere. Did you agree with that? A little bit. I don't. I agree with it a little bit. Yeah, I do. In certain scenes, but for the most part, I was like, this film has plenty of wonderful atmospheric moments. You think so? The only times where it kind of steers away from that is when David Gordon Green's like film student-isms get in the way and it becomes like a shaky cam close-up mess. Sure. And the opening shots were bugging the fuck out of me, as you could probably imagine. Yes. Which I'm just like, why is this in the movie? Who, yes. Like, it's just not, it doesn't, I don't know, it didn't really fit the style of Halloween to me, especially because Carpenter is, I don't want to compare it to Carpenter's film but there, there's an i don't know there's a i created a better sense of unease for me when when carpenter went as wide as he did i don't know i i, I get every time i see like the film student the uh, ideas of hope honing in on like ultra close-ups it's 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 kind of supposed to be beautiful right and i don't like that in a halloween film i don't like that in any horror film really and then oh god i don't know i let's unless you're the the guys who made good time it, it's hard to use that style and and have it like be really effective to really scare you and make you uncomfortable. Yeah, um that's funny. I didn't I didn't quite think about it when I was watching it, but I, I do agree with that criticism. Something about that vibe felt a little off. Yeah. And I'm not even saying it was a tonal problem. It, it, I was not as immersed in this world as I was in the original film. No. Um and there were a few little moments that sort of took me out of it. Mm-hmm. I thought the doctor was ridiculous. Yes. Um, that, that's the biggest flaw in the movie. Probably his yeah. character and his motivation made absolutely no sense. And what they do with him is just like, oh wait, what? Th- th- that's it, right? That's all we get. Okay, so it didn't matter in the end. Yeah, it just doesn't belong in a movie like this. And it, it's it's another thing where you, you if you focus on the message before the story, it becomes problematic because I. Th- think the character is supposed to represent a certain someone that was involved in the Halloween franchise before, but again, they don't exactly do a clever enough job of interweaving him into the actual plot that we're given. So your theory is that that is a Rob Zombie stand-in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To the to, to the, the, the degree of sympathy and, and, and curiosity and just wanting to explain away Michael Myers in the way that he does to the point of almost wanting to be Michael Myers. Right. As we kind of find out. Uh, yeah, it, it's about the closest character we get to a Rob Zombie stand-in, at least. That's very interesting. Yes. I never even thought about it that way. But because those new films sort of yes. hone in on the character a little too closely. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ask way too many questions yeah. about him. Well, to the, I mean, it's to the point, jeez, well, it's, it's to the point where it, it's not really Michael Myers anymore in those films. Sure. And that's the ultimate problem. And you kind of feel like with the doctor doing what he's doing, he's sort of taking away what would make that you know i guess michael myers what he is mm-hmm. um god damn did you find him that scary in this movie michael myers yeah yes did you actually yeah i see it's funny i thought the role reversal particularly in the third act <laughs> yeah was quite interesting mm-hmm. um and in hindsight it sort of seems like an intentional choice throughout the movie yeah michael myers is not the hunter in this movie he is the hunted 
And although he is wreaking havoc and although he's making things difficult for these characters, Mm -hmm. I don't treat him as much of a predator. Nope. Um, and, And maybe that's the thing with this movie. Sometimes it's a little too much of an action film. Sometimes it's a little too much of a comedy. Sometimes it dabbles in the other films, uh, in the other genres a little too hard. Mm -hmm. I kind of just want to see Michael Myers as the threat that we are powerless to stop. Sure. You know? And I don't just want to see him as a random serial killer wreaking havoc and only getting away because of incompetence. (laughs) You know? There's nothing quite intimidating about him. You know, he shows up, he hides in closets. What do you mean there's nothing intimidating about him? I mean, I guess he's strong, but beyond that, I I, I never doubted that Jamie Lee Curtis could defeat this guy. I mean, the the vast majority of his kills are attributed to the incompetence of the other characters on screen. I could say that about uh, the other characters from the other movies, even the first one. I suppose. But Laurie Strode in that movie is a victim through and through. She is not uh she is not fighting back against her aggressor. Yeah, she does eventually. Sort of does. Does not ultimately defeat her aggressor. No. She just survives. Yes. Right? That's the idea. She survives. This is a movie that turns that idea on its head and says, these are people fighting against Michael Myers and getting revenge on Michael Myers. Which is fine. Again, it's you, you got to wonder what else are they going to be able to do with it at this point, aside from just doing exactly what the first one did. I guess. You know, there's again, it, this is the problem with with this these kinds of movies in general. It's like it's so easy to run out of ideas past the first movie. Right. Which is why the rest of the, the franchise is such a fucking mess right and why when they start branching out too far you get into like the the four five and six trilogy and it's just it's just a bunch of bullshit right and they explain away what michael myers is like cursed and whatnot and it's convoluted as hell there's a man in black telling him what to do i don't fucking know it's just really really dumb all the ad in mythology is ridiculous which is what i appreciated about this one is that actually it's nice that they acknowledge it's it's he's better when he's not really explained sure uh let's get right to that then um in the first 10 minutes of this movie, we find out, and we knew this from reporting ahead of time, Yes, this is not a sequel to any of the subsequent Halloween movies. This is a direct sequel to the original film. Yes. Laurie Strode, not Michael Myers' sister. Nope. None of that exists. They make uh, a kind of interesting throwaway line um, about the whole thing when the uh, daughter or the granddaughter of Laurie is talking to her friends about Michael Myers breaking out of prison, and mm-hmm. they go, oh, isn't that her brother and she makes the comment uh now that's just something that people made up to understand what the hell was going on yes and i i thought that was interesting commentary yeah i know sequels and reboots and prequels often aim to answer unanswerable questions and over explain away to the point where nothing matters anymore yes. you know and i like that this movie fought against that idea mm-hmm. michael myers doesn't have to be laurie strode's brother it can be just as horrifying, and as a matter of fact, it's more horrifying not to know why. Exactly. And this is where we get into the idea that this is a much better sequel than it is a film. Sure. I actually think it's a wonderful sequel. Yeah. I think it's one of the better ideas they could have possibly come up with, honestly. It's just, again, the the execution isn't always all there, but for what it is, it's like, yeah, no, if I were going to write a Halloween sequel, this is about as good as I think I could possibly do. Yeah. It's actually smart in that way and in, in crafting what the story was going to be. Sure. And and yes, and responding to the questions left unanswered from the original movie. Oh yeah, you and know? it and it ends up being you know if if you're 
if you're a seasoned veteran of the franchise, you're, you kind of you tap into its many meta moments. Right. Where e- even the reported characters feel like, you know, just fans who are similarly trying to understand Michael Myers, but, you know, get frustrated by not getting any answers. But they're handled a little bit differently than the Doctor character, obviously. They don't want to be Michael Myers. They don't necessarily sympathize with him, but they certainly want to understand him. The reporters, another pet peeve of mine. Oh, yeah? Yes. They also took me out of the movie. Really? First of all, they're not reporters. They're podcasters. They're podcasters. Yeah. And if there's one walk of life that I know, Adam, very, very well. It's podcast. It's podcasters. So that was annoying the shit out of you. Well, first of all, what fucking podcasters to have $5,000 cash just (laughs) lying around ready to pay off to some crazy lady in a house in the middle of the woods? They're in, they were investigative journalists who run a podcast. Who's as well. funding this shit? Yeah, maybe that they do well enough so that they can keep reporting. No, they don't. Sure, they do. I can tell you for a fact they're not doing that well. There's no way. There's there is no fucking way, man. Why not? NPR doesn't have that type of money laying around. Whoever's funding this podcast one, it's two thousand dollars. They couldn't have just taken it out of each other's joint accounts or something. No, 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 they wouldn't do that. Number two, they're really bad at what they do. That's true. They are not good podcasters. No, I don't know what the hell this podcast is supposed to be. It, it's they sort of interview people closely related to Michael Myers. Um are unable to get an interview with the actual man because he doesn't speak. (laughs) And so the vast majority of this thing is just two people driving in their cars, eerily recounting their experience with Michael Myers, just saying, when I stared into the man's eyes, I saw I was seeing pure evil. It's like, fuck you, dude. I would not listen to this shit. All right? Give me another episode of Serial. True. (laughs) It is a terrible podcast. I, well, they, if they had just cut out the podcast part altogether and just made them like investigative journals, or if they were just writing a book, that would have been fine. You know, I heard someone complain about the fact that they got his mask, and I'm just like, no, Robert Graysmith got all the files to the Zodiac just because he was a cartoonist. And he's like, can I have them? And they're like, yeah, sure. The files is very different from the mask itself, though. It's evidence, though, and Robert Graysmith got evidence. He got evidence, yeah. actual pieces of evidence? Yeah. That's crazy talk. So, I'm just like, yeah, no. And it's 40 years later, <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't. I, I totally buy it. Okay. Not the craziest thing I've ever heard. All right. Well, okay. So a judge just said, like, all right, you crazy podcasters. It's, 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 it's a, <laughs> it's, I'm assuming they sold the investigative journalist more than the podcast, but I would hope anyway. <laughs> I certainly hope I so. I would hope so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, uh, they really took me out of the movie, and I couldn't care less about those two. I find those two to be just... Uh, yeah, they were fine. Can't root for them. I, I, I don't feel anything nah, when they get killed off. I didn't like it. Well, this is, this is another... See, I kind of did. And this has to do with just a technique that I, I, I say... It's, it's not a nice thing to say about characters, but I say if you're not going to give your characters much of a reason for, for the audience to, to like fall in love with them in a horror film, you better fucking make sure that they go out in horrible, horrible ways. Right. There's a great uh, example of that in the Evil Dead remake. And there's this, you know, this, you know, blonde chick and we don't get, we ha- she has no character. She has absolutely no character whatsoever. I don't even remember her name. But however, she doesn't really do anything bad. She doesn't give, give me any reason to dislike her. <laughs> and she goes out in just the worst ways imaginable. She cuts off her arm. She gets nails to the face, to the gut. She right. gets her other arm blown off by a shotgun. She gets more nails to the face. And then the demon leaves her body and she goes up to her boyfriend and she's like, why does my face hurt? She dies. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I didn't know her, but that was effective. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's true. Yeah, you got to feel something about these people. So even if that something is hatred or just like in, enjoying when they get their comeuppance. Ah, this is the thing that I didn't really think that like because some people will say like the deaths in, the, in a lot of these horror movies are fun, but I didn't find these deaths to be fun at all. They're actually kind of like brutal and uncomfortable at, at times. I didn't like I did not like seeing people die in this movie. Uh, I'm serious. I liked watching the doctor. That's about the get only his head one. exploded like a pumpkin. That's about the only like uh kind of overt example where you're kind of rooting for him. Yeah, I but guess th- that's a villain character though. Right, so I, it's a little bit different. That's true. I guess I didn't enjoy when the when the babysitter was killed. No, I didn't enjoy when that random woman got a knife stabbed through her neck. Yeah. And even seeing the weird uh, kind of douchey boyfriend on the motorcycle get pinned to the well, finding him pinned to the wall in that way was just kind of shocking to me too. Right. And, and they and they show the little tattoo, which is a you know a nice fine little moment, I suppose. And there's issue number three that I have with this movie. Yeah. The teenagers. I can't stand the teenagers. I don't like the dynamic at all. Uh... None of this rang true to me, and that bothers the fuck out of me. Is when I see a portrayal of high school that oh. is not even close to my high school experience. There is there is no movie that I've I've learned to just accept it. There's very rare do, do I ever see a movie that captures high school properly. I don't I don't know if I've ever seen a movie actually do it. Properly. I've seen a bunch lately. Like what? I just saw eighth grade. That's eighth grade though. No, but there's a high school scene in that which is like perfect. Okay. Which, which is like yes, that's what that's like going into high school. Most of the time, I in, especially in horror films, I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen high school portrayed properly. Why so do you I'm, suppose that is? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Maybe it's just the way they have to the characters have to be used, and that's just not akin to what high schoolers would do. I'm not sure. Like everybody's been to high school. Yeah, like, I know. wouldn't you be able to like you know? I mean, the dance is kind of accurate. It's sort of what one of my homecomings looked like, I suppose. I mean, that shit that happened with the boyfriend and him throwing the phone into that was the dumb. dip. It's like, come on. And I, I do not know a sixteen-year-old girl in my life that would not dive right into that bowl to get her phone out. <laughs> There's no way. I, I, I just went through my little cousin the other day. Her phone got locked out. We spent three hours trying to unlock the phone yep. so she could continue her Snapchat streak. I know. Her she didn't... 600 day Snapchat streak. Yes. Your cousin's insane. You, yes. Uh, by the way. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, there is no way that any girl would just be like, yeah, phone's in the dip now. I guess I'll just wander the streets without access to Instagram. I was going to say. So you, even if you, your phone was fucked, you would have grabbed the phone anyway. Absolutely. I if, even I would have grabbed the phone anyway. I would have too. Yeah. I know. I don't mind their performances, though, Nico. I, I honestly don't think any of the acting in this movie is really all that bad. And honestly, I like the blonde girl, because I lo- par- partially because I like her dynamic with the little black kid. Yeah. He was... he was. I love that kid. Fantastic. That kid As- was great. Aside from one moment. You didn't like when Michael Myers came out of the closet and he went, oh, shit. No. You you thought that sort of cheapened this Right story. out of it. Yeah. Immediately. It was... I, was just, I, was, I think I audibly went like, oh. Right. It's too bad. Yeah. Because it was a very tense moment otherwise. Yeah, exactly. That whole sequence was fantastic. And I was just like, oh, they're not... Why are they putting it in there? This would have been so perfect if it wasn't for that, but yeah. Right. No, that's true. The whole thing, yes, cutting my stinky ass toenails. Yeah, that was and, funny. Yeah, that was that was great stuff. But even just the way that she talked to him was really nice. I this is part of the reason why I didn't like seeing her go because I I liked her. Right. It's, and it's again a tribute to her performance because they don't do a whole lot with that character, but she sells it enough for the time that she has to the point where I was like, yeah, I felt I felt pretty sorry for. Her. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, let's talk about Jamie Lee. 
Let's just talk about her. Jamie Lee Curtis back after all these years. What's the last thing you've seen Jamie Lee Curtis in? Aside from the those yogurt commercials. Freaky Friday? <laughs> yeah, Freaky Friday was pretty much it. Was that the last time? Oh my God. It's yeah. been a while. It has been a while. I think that was it. Yeah, I she mean, hasn't I don't, done anything I, recently. I don't think she's been on hiatus, has she? Uh, I, I, I don't think by choice. Well, <laughs> I don't think by choice. That's unfortunate. Let's see. Man, True Lies. I love her in True Lies. Oh my God, I love True Lies. I love that movie. Yeah, she was in New Girl. She was in the show Scream Queens. Okay. NCIS. He has just been doing TV, basically. Oh, she right. comes back 40 years later, reprises her role one last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I love everything that they did with this character. Me too. I really do. It's the best part of the movie. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I wish I wish uh, the entire movie was that, but... It, yeah, it's too bad that it does. it isn't. But it gives me enough for so, so that I walked out satisfied anyway. Right. They make her a paranoid, uh, traumatized, uh, like a P- schizophrenic, basically. Like a PTSD survivor, essentially. Right. Um, and they don't pull any punches. No. This woman is crazy. And they, they when the scenes that were given, they dive pretty, pretty deep into that idea, too. And they do it in many ways, whether she's by herself or whether when she's with the family and the many awkward moments with the family and her inability to, to you know, act normally around them and whatnot right and jamie lee curtis is so fucking good she's really good in she this. is incredible in this movie and i w- i was worried that, again this is another one of the, those instances where a lot of the hype was was talking you know significant praise about curtis and i'm just kind of like well i'm sure she's going to be fine but you know it's another one of those instances where it's like is the hype just making people say she's good because hey she's back right you know? but i was like no she's fantastic that is true like sort of like what they did with mark hamill for the last jedi and i like mark hamill in the last jedi but, yeah he's all right but, but i think that performance got a little overhyped too yeah because it's like luke skywalker's on screen again yeah exactly yeah i agree i agree uh no you're right it's the only sort of natural progression of your character that that uh, that they could have come up with uh-huh. uh and i love what they do with that house oh yeah I, I mean i guess we can talk about this now first and second act of this movie are fine they're okay there's a little bit of comedy there's a little bit of horror there's not a ton else they they're they're fine with uh with moments is what i say sure yeah they're they're i wouldn't necessarily they're not bad but they're not all that impressive either aside again aside from the moments and that's about it Mm. you know when this movie though really kicks into high gear is that third act uh i love the third act me too i really do i god i love the third act that house (laughs) Is fucking awesome. Yeah, that it it is one of now my favorite movie homes. <laughs> it and and I'm and I mean this like the amount of thought that went into what this lady would have done to prepare herself for this, and it's creepy too the extent that she takes too. Right, I it's, love it. It's creepy and it's obsessive, but it is still within reason. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a like a superhero lair. It's not the Bat Cave. You kind of buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You do buy it. Um, she has waited all of all of her life for the moment for Michael to break out and uh, and kill her. Um, so she arms her house with booby traps and lots of weapons mm-hmm. and a panic cellar. And uh, I thought the whole geography of that house and the choreography of that scene and the way that they inverted the tropes of the original movie mm-hmm. on their heads. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. And 
And I kind of wish that the rest of the movie was up to that level. Oh my God, yeah. It's hard to complain about much in that scene. I seriously loved everything about it. And it was also one of the, the few scenes in the film that actually took its time. Yes. This is my biggest problem with the film. Honestly, m- far greater than the Doctor character. Is that because the doctor character is just a? I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, it's dumb and it's stupid, it's ridiculous, but honestly, it's not the craziest thing I've seen in a Halloween film. It's not the craziest thing I've seen in a slasher film or in a film in general. It just, it was just dumb, but again, especially in this franchise, I've I mean, seen, you've seen Busta Rhymes in I've, a Halloween I've movie. seen significantly worse. <laughs> I, 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 I basically was like, yeah, that's stupid, but I'm literally shrugging it off. And the movie shrugs it off too. <laughs> so, sure. But the problem with this film is that. It's it is a film that is demanding, you know, demanding its its time to be taken and to hold on moments and to really rack up the suspense for each moment. I mean, even even by the the, the nature of the original and the killer himself, who is just kind of the slow, methodical being, it thematically would make more sense for the film to slow the fuck down. Isn't that all horror, really? I mean, isn't the best horror? Not necessarily slow, but it, it, it's uh, it's measured. It has a measured tempo mm-hmm. normally. Uh, this was kind of all over the place. Yeah, it, and I think it might be, as I mentioned earlier, sort of some overlap with with David Gordon Green's comedic sensibilities. Right, he cuts this thing sometimes like a comedy, sometimes yeah. like an action movie. That was the problem because well, I no, I was thinking it felt more like an action film to me. Right, the, the rhythm of it is more like an action film. I remember thinking like that that opening worked, but it was a little too fast. And then as the film progressed, like even the scenes in uh, when they're investigating all the deaths of the gas station, like it's it works, but it's too fast. The first introduction to Mike, I mean, yeah, like think about it. A lot of horrifying shit is on screen during that scene. Oh my god! You see yeah. a guy with his jaw ripped open and his I, teeth pulled out. I do like the gas station scene quite a bit. Though. Yeah, I do. I, but, I, but you're right though. Just slow it down a hair. Let us just linger a little bit more on some of those moments because it doesn't have the full landing effect otherwise and part of the reason carpenter's film works so well is because it really takes his time and he oh, does sure he takes this approach of really stretching a moment is what we call it and he gets it to the point where you would expect the the scare to happen here but then it doesn't right and then it doesn't happen at the next part but it happens the one after, and then it really throws you off. And then off. it throws you for a loop, right? Exactly. Because then you sort of decompress, and you're like, oh, we're over the hump, and yep. then all of a sudden, yes, here he comes. And that the- did happen effectively in the third act. Yes. Especially Which- with the closet scene. Oh, my God, yes. You know, you just expect, you're, you're just thinking, okay, he's definitely going to be in the closet, because and- in the last movie, she was in the closet. Yeah, And they, but here's the thing. With, with the way they structure that, you keep thinking, oh, he's going to be in this one. Oh, he wasn't in that one. Okay, it's clear he's going to be in the corner over there, but it doesn't happen. They keep on stretching that moment more and more right. and more and more, and to the point where it's like, okay, where the fuck is right? It? And now where it's a growing th- sense of yeah, dread, exactly. And you feel overwhelmed, similar to how Laurie Strode feels in the scene. It's a wonder. Oh, I love this third act. Yeah, I I, I would go and I'm probably gonna go and see the movie again just to see this third act alone. Right, I just walk in I, an hour in. <laughs> well, I. I will also say, uh, uh, talking about little things in the film that I I quite liked, I loved that opening credit sequence. Yeah, I did too. Absolutely loved it. I loved that they went back to basics on it. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, how long has it been since you've seen an opening credit sequence like that in movies? Right, where you're just looking at title cards. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It's been forever, hasn't it? I mean, it? seriously, think about it. I mean, I guess the James Bond movies do it. But, yeah, but I'm not. But those are a little more dynamic. Count. I'm, not, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, where you, you're just seeing your ex- title card. Yeah, you're expecting it. In horror movies in general, you, even now, you don't really expect it. No, you just... Because people don't care about credits anymore. Know. People don't care about themes, scores, or credits anymore. I had this uh, uh, this um, 
exercise that I did with a friend of mine though. And I was, I was like, okay, buddy, we were making like a short film in high school and he was like, okay, let's just make the quick credits and get them out of the way. I'm like, no, let's not do that. And he's like, why not? I was like, it's, it's really going to throw people off if we do it that way. And he's like, no, it won't. They're just credits. I was like, I promise you it's going to be an issue. And then we did it and it was an issue and we showed it to people. I was like, dude, now let's try this. And then we, we swapped out the credits for an actual credit sequence. He's like, oh, I get it. Right. I get it. I get, I get the film lets you kind of, it's, it's weird. It's all, it's, it's, it's an introduction. Sure. It's the proper introduction to the film. It's weird. And I love that visual metaphor of the pumpkin, the rotted pumpkin coming back to life. Right. Perfect representation of what the film ultimately is. And then it slowly becomes the guy's head, Michael Myers' head with the knife. Yep. And you don't really see it until three quarters of the way in. Yep. And then you're like, oh, shit, I see what's going on here. Yep. It's really good. Really good stuff. Uh, yeah, the movie uh, makes a lot of very obvious references to the original, but done in creative ways. I was, where one- it doesn't feel like an Easter egg just forced in there. It feels like, oh, again, as you said earlier, this is a proper sequel. Yes. This is supposed to celebrate the old one while also shepherding in something new. And this is why ultimately I landed on the being actually happy with the film and why I ultimately think it's a good movie is because what this film is clearly doing is just celebrating its roots. That's right. really all it's doing. And it's not trying necessarily to create exactly what Carpenter was doing. It's not trying to be the scariest movie ever. It's just saying, hey, it's Halloween time. Let's have fun. Right. Right, and for that, it, it, you, and I, you, critics can for, for the detractors of the fi- of the film, they can say all they want about this, 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 and that. But guys, it it does work very well on that level as a fun Halloween film. Right, it's what we want. You certainly get your money's worth going to this film, and 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 then some. Honestly, yeah. Again, though, I just my I keep going back to this. If they had known how successful this was going to be, mm-hmm. would they have done it differently? Probably. And I and I happen to think, yes, they would have done it differently. I wanted the movie to be longer. Yes. I wanted the film to be a little longer. It would have been longer. They would have got a better director to do it. They would have gotten a bigger cast. They would have gotten a bigger budget. And uh, maybe that's not better. I mean, maybe it would have been worse if they tried to get a little too hoity-toity with the material. Sure. I think they could have done. I feel like they honestly could have done it with the budget that they had. I just wanted a solid two hours, and it would have fixed a lot of my issues with certain scenes. Yeah, the doctor thing still would have been a problem, but most of my issues with the film are have to do with editing and pacing, and that's kind of it. And a few of the side characters, but even some of those I didn't really mind because again, I kind of liked them. Yeah. For what they were. Yeah. And I like you said, the homages to other franchises, usually that would bother me, but here it's actually fairly well utilized and it makes sense. No, at the end I was ecstatic that they did it. Like I didn't roll my eyes when yeah. he looked over the ledge and saw that Lori wasn't yep. there on the ground. Or when Lori goes Happy, Happy Halloween, mm-hmm. Michael, and then pushes him down into the basement. Uh, I loved it all. I really did. I thought that sequence mm-hmm. was pretty close to movie magic. I loved when they sort of went close up on her in the shadows and Judy Greer has now played the trick on, on Michael Myers <laughs> by luring him out. Uh, I, I really loved it. And I even loved his death scene. I love when they lit the house on fire yeah. and he's standing there motionless after being shot three to four times and just oblivious to the fire too i mean that's creepy shit i love the the construction of that and and even how it looks visually honestly it was it was dark and gloomy and and terrifying and it fits the scene wonderfully and i mean getting to the rest of the movie visually then this is what i was talking about earlier because i didn't mind the way the film looked actually some people have complained about it i i actually really like it 
Really? Aside from the the film school shit that I was talking it about. It was earlier. a bit gray. It was a so bit what, gray. So eh. was so was the original. No, the original's black. There's a difference between gray and black. Mm. The, 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 this one's a little monotone, in my opinion. I, I think the night scenes are pretty similar in that way. Yeah. Yeah, and the scenes that are supposed to be gray, like in the daytime, even in the original, are very gray. Uh-huh. It's, it's, but it's appropriately gray. That's fall for you. No, I guess. that That's the season, and it makes sense. And even the way the, the, the sets are lit. I remember when I... I feel like I've I've said this before, but a- after the film, uh, I went back to Abby's house, and we're just kind of, you know, we're we're, at, we're in her home, and I'm looking around. I was like, this is exactly what the movie looks like. There's there's something about hmm. the way they light the sets in this film that feel very. I mean, it's 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 I don't know. It, it fits the cinema very well, but it feels very real and natural to the way things actually look in your home, and it didn't feel out of place to me at all. And it, it kind of made it more tense when I was actually walking out of the film and experience someone else's house i'm like oh wow hmm. this is just like the movie oh that's interesting just like the movie okay i never really thought about it that way yeah uh i can i can i spring on you uh <laughs> another bullshit internet outrage sure okay doesn't I, have to do with the the metaphor of this being a me too movie no it? i know i i know you love it when i do this um, but I have scoured all corners of the internet and I have found the craziest of the crazy oh, complaining yeah. about the ideology of this movie. Uh, a lot of people are saying this movie is a conservative fantasy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because when evil comes a knocking, the only guns? answer is to get out your guns. Oh my God. <laughs> what say you? <laughs> Did this strike you as a pro gun movie? No. It didn't to me either. No. It didn't to me either. Because <laughs> it's not a pro-gun movie. No. I don't think it cares one way or another. It's just like, we got some bad shit uh, coming. Let's do what we can. Right. <laughs> like any rational human being. I mean, I guess like the lady with the guns is she's... the one that wins at the end of the day. But she's crazy. Right. She's still crazy. <laughs> like, that's the thing about this movie is sure. She was right to be prepared. <laughs> but like, maybe fucking leave the country. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe don't be like sitting in your living room eerily for 30 years saying, I've been waiting for this night all my life. You know what I mean? Like, she's still crazy. That that That's the key. Yes. Like. She is never a rational human being. And also, everyone that gets guns is really bad with them. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, fucking Judy Greer, this whole movie, I, I just kept screaming at the, the projection, grab the fucking gun! Like, just grab the gun already! She does, eventually. Yeah, eventually she does. I also thought she was kind of annoying in this, I'll have to admit. Kind of. She has a nice arc, but... You know, I, I, I'm not as fond of Judy Greer as some people. Like, some people love Judy, Judy Greer. I'm just like, why? I mean, really? I like her, but I don't like, I'm not, there's nothing about her that I find, like, all that impressive. But, you know, she works for what she's trying to do. Again, though, I wanted more time with that character and with her and her mother. That right. would have been nice. Again, this is part of the reason. I, just make this movie 15 minutes longer, add those scenes that were cut, whatever they were, and just, you know, show everything that we need for it to get the entire emotional satisfaction. Oh my god, I'm losing my words here. Give us everything that we need to be totally uh, emotionally satisfied, and I would have been fine. Right. Um, Love the dad, though. <laughs> the dad was funny. Love the dad. Yeah. Really appreciated the dad. He didn't last long. No, he didn't. No. Well, he in the showdown at least. Yes. He's the first to go. Yeah. He. Uh, well. Poor you, guy. You saw that coming. Yeah, it's in the trailer. 
What'd you think of the ending? The, the, oh, the, with. Of the movie. Oh, where it just lingers on the knife? Yeah. I like that. He's alive, right? Maybe. Yeah, he is. Maybe. Yeah. Are they going to make another one of yeah, these? Yeah, they're probably going to make, it's going to make, like, this movie's going to make, like, $200 million, dude. You know, the, I just, I just sent you, uh, why wouldn't they? Yeah, I, you're right, you're right. Think yeah, you about just that. sent me the article about the news came James. out yesterday. Yeah, LeBron is producing a new uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> new Friday the Thirteenth movie. The only connection to that is probably the fact that Jason wears a hockey mask and hockey is a sport. So therefore, <laughs> LeBron. Right. Exactly. Uh, what do you? How do you feel about that? Well, he's not going to do anything. He's just slapping his name on it. What if he plays Jason? Well, no, that would be something. <laughs> LeBron has not seen a Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> Let me be very clear about something. LeBron has not seen any movies, period. The Lakers are 0-3. He's got bigger concerns on his mind right now. Okay? He's slapping his name on some projects, and look, he'll make a, a pretty penny off of it. Sure, yeah. Good for LeBron, man. That's what Hollywood's all about. <laughs> and Space Jam too. yeah. No, his. I'm telling you, his attachment in the movie doesn't mean anything to me. No. Like, this movie was getting made with or without him. It wasn't, though. But the only reason this is getting made is because of Halloween. Right. No, yeah. that's what I mean. It, because of Halloween, not because yeah. of LeBron's attachment. Yeah, they are. You're right. They're going to make, like, three more. Yeah, and it's going to piss me off because now the timeline's going to get all thrown off. Because yes. they're going to call the next one, like, Halloween 2. But really, it's going to be Halloween 3. <sighs> if they call it Halloween 2, it's really going to bother me because we already have two Halloween 2s in <laughs> totally different universes. Oh, it's so fucking annoying. I hate that this is called Halloween. I hate it. it I know why it's it grinds my gears. What would you? Because return sounds bad. It just, right, it just does. So my question is, what else would you call it? Michael Myers. That could work. Or call it Michael or whatever. Call it Myers. I don't care. Yeah. Call it Laurie Strode. Strode. <laughs> We're doing the, the the Creed Rocky thing. Yeah. Or the Jason Bourne thing. Yeah, but it but we need the title of Halloween to sell. To, I'm, I'm, they're not going to do that, Nico. I'm saying, and if you if you need to keep the title, if of you, Halloween. You could, if you called it Michael Myers, people wouldn't know. Would they no. just go into it thinking, "Where's Austin Powers?" Yes, <laughs> people are so stupid. Yes, they would. Mm. And you know, studio executives are like, "Yeah, they're not going to catch on to who freaking Michael Myers is." Right. Uh, all right. You got anything else for me? I like the movie. Good, and I think it's a good movie. Yeah, I don't think it's a great film. I'm not in love with it. But if you're if you want to like a solid Halloween film, like a and here's the other thing, a good like Halloween, not, not I'm not talking about a Halloween, the franchise, but a Halloween season film. This is pretty solid. I think you should go see it for that alone. Mm. Yeah, I'm a little more lukewarm on it than you. That's fine. But uh, yeah, you could certainly do a lot worse this time. Oh, around. my God. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Okay. Uh, you're at some Adam Hall. I'm at Funny Nico tweets. I got to go. You got to go. Yeah. Well, I don't have to go. Okay. I could stay here. And that's a fire alarm. So that's my cue. <laughs> oh my god the house is burning down what the fuck ah. I, I love how when a fire alarm goes off no one flinches cause we don't buy it it's bullshit I know the very purpose of that alarm though is to go off when there's danger and we're just sitting around assuming there's no danger yes <laughs> and it's gone see and we were right how- one of those days that's gonna be a wrong assumption yeah and we'll we'll survive it just like Michael Yes, that's right. Uh, all right. Too many thoughts, media.com, tmt.media. Until next time. Happy movie hopping.